carbohydrate, which is like breaks down into sugar, and then it also has some protein in it. But you need to refill those sugar stores after your workout. Otherwise, you'll you're just gonna like pretty much feel exhausted throughout your day. Wow, that makes total sense. Bro, so we talked about a lot of good stuff uh, within the first episode. We talked, you know, diet, um, pre-workouts, what we thought about it, what you think about it, running programs a little bit. Um, but man, bro, just I just I want to dive into to anything and everything that you have to share about the fitness world. What do you think it is that we need to know in our fitness journey. Right. So you probably know it. And with every kind of technical technological advance we have, we get more stuff thrown at our face. And so I would say that I think one of the biggest things nowadays is to find somebody and kind of stick with them and, um, it could be either a personal trainer, it could be a life coach, whatever it may be, to find them and stick with them and kind of stick with their programming, stick with their ideas and ideals for a certain amount of time to try and get, you know, somewhere, some goals, some something accomplished together versus when we're on social media, we have so many different people who we can look at so many different people who are saying different things but it can often get confusing and so that would probably be my one of my best advices is just find somebody who you can trust um and you know it may cost some money as far as i know there are a lot of online programs people do nowadays but i think if you're getting kind of some personalized attention it could be pretty easy to reach out to you know a fitness coach online or just someone in the community and kind of work out some goals together. But either way, find one and stick with them for a certain period of time, some months. Give it a shot rather than trying something for one week, trying another thing the next week. It can, you know, you can kind of distract and confuse your body with what you're doing. So I would just say get a program, stick to it for a certain period of time, and go from there. That's good stuff. So – like you said, there's so much information out there, so many people, influencers that we can just, you know, check out their page, try what they're doing, whatever. Um, but first of all, why, why should we, why does fitness even matter? You know, let's, let's, let's take it back to our biblical roots. Like, what does the word say about health, food? And exercise. Is there anything in your, I'm not going to say in your opinion, but that you've discovered by reading the word, um, why it's important to, to stay healthy? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I think more so than anything, it's a, um, especially in today's world, it's a mental, um, just improvement. And, uh, it can definitely help with everything from, you know, depression, anxiety, kind of help alleviate some of those symptoms. But otherwise, the physical side of fitness and 
kind of maintaining it throughout your whole life. You know, one of the best things for you, especially when you get to your uh, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, is um, maintaining your, they call them ADLs, and it stands for um, Activities of Daily Living. And it just pretty much means how you move about your day and what you're able to do uh, as far as just getting around and kind of taking care of yourself. And so the more responsibility you have with kind of maintaining your own responsibilities later on in life, the better off you are. And the more kind of that, I want to say successful, but that you feel better about your life. Um, and so when you have those ADLs, you know, going to church is part of it, but driving, you know, we're, we're all going to lose our driver's license uh, as we get older. There's going to be some point where it's just not going to be safe for everybody else. But as far as we go, I think that daily exercise and activity can kind of help progress that uh, throughout your life, early, midlife, and especially into your later life years to kind of improve your overall life. And, um, you know, I think we talked about it last time. I don't want to brush over that too much about, you know, the actual scripture as far as there's that one scripture we talked about that was like, what does it say? You know, um, bodily exercise is good, but. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> good old Paul, man. Good old Paul. <laughs> I like skipping over that one. But, um, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I've definitely read it before. And it's not, like, too convicting because, you know, this is um, kind of like a way of life for me as well. Jesus, number one, and then, you know, my career and things, number two. So there is that scripture. But otherwise, you know, Jesus walked around. You think about it, back in his time, he, he wasn't taking Ubers to, you know, Mesopotamia or uh, – Judea, it's like this man was straight walking, and I think that was the uh, <laughs> that was the uh, you know main mode of transportation is you you two two front feet. <laughs> I was gonna say you two front feet, you two front feet, baby. <laughs> Come on, let's go. So, so I mean, right. yeah, they they walked around you know plenty in their day, and I think that's great. They probably didn't do as much lifting as we did. That was probably more for the Greeks and the exercise, but you know they. I'm sure they loved a good walk. Okay, okay. So my question to you is, what kind of shape do you think Jesus was in in his day? <laughs> being being that he had self control, he you know had he, he he was in carpentry, so you know he was he's all about that good old woodwork. Um, you're trying to back he, me into a corner. I know. I want to know. I just, <laughs> I'm very curious because I think we per portray Jesus as this humble, little skinny dude who just loved people and, you know, went, went about doing God's will. But, like, come on now. Do we really think that he didn't work out? He had to have worked out, right? Like, come on. He had to. He had to. I don't know what's going on. We'll ask him about his push-up routine once we get up to heaven. But I will say <laughs> that <laughs> I work at, you know, a hospital, OSF, um, St. Anthony Medical Center, and it's um, it's Catholic. And 
as far as, you know, the belief system and things like that. So they have, uh, like, Jesus on the cross as far as, like, the crucifix kind of in every room. And I was looking at one the other just, like, last week, and I was thinking, man, Jesus is looking ripped up in that, in the sense that he has, like, an eight-pack going on. So it's, you know, I don't know if their depiction is entirely correct, but it doesn't hurt. I agree. I think Jesus took care of his body. Yeah. So why does that make you feel better or something? Oh, no, not at all. It just, uh, it's actually <laughs> convicting to me. <laughs> like, get up, dude. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I went out to eat, uh, with some cousins today and it's amazing because you're talking about, you know, in your sixties, seventies and eighties, why these things are important. And this elderly couple, they had to have been at least 80, 80 to 90 years old. And, uh, they were dancing to the jazz band. I mean, just dancing, bro. Uh, staying active at that age is, it's just absolutely amazing. And my question to you is with different countries and different, um, diets and, and ways of living, do you know of any country that's better off, I'd say, as far as the fitness slash diet and exercise realm? Um, so as far as lifespans go, think, right. you know, they kind of like preach as far as just have my work and things like that. Uh, blue zone groups, which are just pockets of the world, where they have the best kind of out the best uh, lifespan as far as you know their years go, and um, I don't I can't remember specifically, but you know I think each country kind of has their own downfalls. And um, mm-hmm. I was speaking with one of our physicians um, at the last place I worked, and he was saying, "Yeah, I mean, America doesn't have we have more obesity problems and heart." problems but you know in the asian countries they have more kind of cancer related problems within the stomach just because of their uh raw diet where they're eating a lot of raw vegetables and not cooking them so there's like different things where you know when you cook something kind of kind of like denature it it can kind of like break it down for you where your stomach isn't having to do all that work so i definitely think each country has its own like I said, downfalls, you know, mm-hmm. ours is obviously the fast food and the inactivity, um, sedentary lifestyle. But, you know, I think they can also, uh, as far as we go, we are a lot bigger, like in America. And so that can also, um, you know, just correlate with more muscle mass as well. So we kind of got that going for us, you know, shout out to big muscled people um, <laughs> yeah i definitely but i definitely think you know there are those pockets of the world where they're they're probably better off with their their diet among the culture interesting would you say that there are any like interesting um you know or intriguing statistics like regarding health and fitness in america um, no, I think, well, just like, I think that it was cool. I was up in Minnesota, you know, for some, um, kind of 
health-related symposiums, health-related uh, discussions and things like that, presentations about a couple of years ago when they were kind of bragging about the area that I was in. I think it was Minneapolis, like uh, how many parks they have and, uh, you know, how active of a lifestyle they have up there, even though it's pretty cold up there. Um, so I definitely think there are probably pockets of areas as well that are a little bit more outdoorsy, outgoing, um, you know, that they definitely kind of help encourage that healthy lifestyle. Uh, but again, I mean, I think that, you know, every area that you're in is going to be different. It's going to kind of be up to you as far as how you live your lifestyle. You could probably be put in like some of the worst situations. You know, you look at people in the Bible with like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego where they were kind of thrown into this luxurious kind of lifestyle when they were um, all captured. And they, you know, they chose not to eat any of the meats and kind of like drink the, um, the broth, right? Alcohol. Yeah. The, and I think there was alcohol involved too there. Hmm. Uh, but they chose not to do that as well. And, you know, they came out looking pretty dang healthy and better than, you know, everybody else. And so I think that no matter where you're at, you can probably uh, be better off if you abstain. You know, everybody's going to have uh, different kind of temptations. And gluttony, I was just listening to this one uh, comedian who was talking about gluttony as a sin and kind of just be like, well, why is eating a sin? You know, <laughs> he's like, I went to Taco Bell and I sinned yesterday. But <laughs> 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 oh man it was, uh, it was yeah no it was, he was just like poking fun of that but i mean that's true so going back to you know whatever place it might it might be harder you know there's a term called food deserts where you know they're like in kind of more urban areas there's less um access to healthier foods uh mm. more fast foods kind of like available and um so there's always going to be that kind of temptation. And I think in certain areas, it might be higher depending on where you grow up. But again, I think people kind of know that no matter where you're at, you know, say like a food, um, is it a food desert? I can't, have you ever heard of that? No. Uh, something. Okay. It's called a, oh, I can't remember the specific, but like a something desert. Uh, but it just pretty much means like an area that's populated, high population, and then low levels of healthy options for food. It's usually like mm -hmm. more, like I said, ur urban areas and things like that. So fast-paced you know, life. Um, more low, like lower income kind of levels too. Gotcha. Because people might turn to that sooner than they would an organic section. Yeah, quick and easy, convenient. You yeah, know. And you to to the comedian's defense, bro, those those ninety nine cent tacos, man, I can't just have one either. <laughs> They're that's good. That's that's what my mom would buy us, bro. For what? For dinner? For dinner, just a whole uh -huh. row of Taco Bell taco hard shell tacos with the the beef, the cheese, the lettuce, dude. I'd have at least like six or eight of them growing up. Oh. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Forgive me. 
Lord, I'm sorry for all those times I ate all those tacos. <laughs> Come on. Man. It's good. It's good if you uh, exercise, though. So going back to the exercise, it's good. Like I, I tell my um, clients that, you know, dirty carbs, things like that. Carbs are good before and after your exercise. So if you have something before, you need a little sugar in your system, I personally think. I do better and I, I kind of, I, I, but that's just because I do more like high intensity kind of workouts. And so I need the, that sugar because it's like sugar is quick access. And it's usually like for higher intensity of getting mm. this workout in kind of st- type of workout. Whereas, you know, if you're going more for slow, kind of like if you're, I'm just going to go run for a little bit, I might not need as much of a, a sugar boost or carbohydrates before. Um, but it's definitely good after a workout. I say, hey, if you're going to eat some bad carbs throughout the day, definitely do it after like a hard workout because it's kind of just like feeding your muscles straight straight into there. That's, that's interesting that you bring up sugar. And I was immediately reminded of the times that I would see guys like swish like Coca-Cola in their mouth or a coffee or an energy drink, like not necessarily drink it, but they would swish it in their mouth and spit it out. Like before a race, yeah. Just to just to kind of fire fire the muscles in the brain and, and stimulate, you know. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Talk to me about that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, well, actually, one of my uh, wrestlers who I used to know, um, okay, he would always eat like some honey before a workout or before a match, like just like a spoonful of honey. He was a smaller guy. And so I always felt like, oh, just a little bit of honey, like that would never do anything to me. Um, but it does kind of, you know, give you a little sugar rush before. And so uh, I think I don't know so much as far as maybe like the spitting out thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I personally think that, you know, I like a little kind of energy drink before workout. Um, okay. I think we talked about like pretty So you are on that time. team. <laughs> the, the pre-workout or the energy drink? The energy drink team. Yeah, oh, I'm on that. I'm on that kick, and that's probably honestly, I feel like in my throat. Like if something's gonna happen to me, you know, like it definitely affects my throat more than anything. Um, and so you know, that's just like I said, picking and choosing, and you know, that's not ideally. I probably shouldn't be doing it, but um, I kind of like it, and so. <laughs> okay. Okay. I uh, I like, dude. I used to like drink too many bang energy drinks. You know, I'm I'm a human being, John. Just like I get you're it. About your mom, the twelve tacos a night thing. It's like I am a human being. But uh, <laughs> you know, I know, dude. I, oh it my god, it was bad, John. Where I would have like two bangs in a day, and. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, I do. No, yeah. I do. Okay, good. So that was bad. But um, now I'm kind of getting away from the bangs as much. I feel like they kind of changed their their ingredients a little bit. And it just doesn't give mm. me the kind of like crazy kind of feeling that I was I used to like. And so there's um, now I like ones called Celsius. They're a little bit, it's more a little bit natural kind of uh, – not natural, but a little bit more all natural, like refresher kind of um, energy versus like that that bang or you know that C four where it kind of gives you that dirty feel. Oof. 
Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> this is more like, like a clean. cleaner kind of energy, right? And so I like Celsius, and then I also like one called like Alani or something like that. You can get them at Target. They're another good little kind of like cleaner energy drink. Huh. Clean so, store too. Clean store, if you say so. You know. I mean, I think a lot of a lot of people would say that. Um, I'm gonna speak for the women. <laughs> okay. No, no, but uh, uh yes, bro. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> and friends, I got friends. You know. <laughs> you know, they always want to know. You know, where'd you go today? Oh, I went to Target. <laughs> Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Why don't you invite me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but bro, I okay. So you started getting into a little bit how the body works, you know, um, and I I, I want to know what. Obviously, each person is different, right? It, there are different body types, and they say, "Oh, you got it. for this body type, you need to eat a lot more," you know, because you don't retain muscle as you know, as easily as this body type. Um, so I have a question, like from start to finish, what, what's going on in the body with your diet and with exercising? Get, get into that science part of it, dude. Talk to me about it. it. Food, the working out, the drinks, Whatever you got, bro. I want. I want to hear this. Elaborate. Okay. okay. Um, so I think it was some of the coolest. I love the brain element um, to every, like the nervous system. So I think one of the coolest things I think we actually talked about this last time was you know when you first start working out, there's that little like six month period where you might not see your muscles growing, um, but that's just because your body's usually getting used to your brain's connecting more, your brain is kind of improving those pathways as far as like those cell goes or like the, the signals that it's sending to the muscles. So like in the first six months you're working out, you might not see a big difference because your brain is um, kind of like getting more in sync with your muscles. Because you think about it, like a simple bicep curl, I think I talked about this last time, a simple bicep curl, you got a dumbbell in one hand and you bring it up and then it goes down. So if you're just standing up and you're bringing that up and it's going down, bringing it up, it's going down. Well, you, a lot of people think, oh, it's a bicep curl, so I'm only working my bicep. Well, your brain has to get good at, at the same time when that muscle, you're bringing that arm up and that bicep is contracting, so it's getting smaller, that at the same time, it's got to shoot another signal to that tricep to tell it to relax. Because in order for that movement to happen, the bicep has to contract. And then on the opposite side, that tricep has to relax. And so over time, that's called reciprocal inhibition. And so over time, your body gets better at contracting and relaxing these muscles in, in an efficient manner to where you can do heavier and heavier weight because you're just kind of doing that same motion repetitively throughout an exercise, throughout your you know, months of training, years of training, whatever. So it just gets better and better and in better communication with your whole body. Um, so as far as uh, I'll talk about creatine, the creatine system. So you first, your body has like main energy systems. And so the first like 15 seconds, 15 20 to 20, 15 to 30 seconds, usually it's kept off at like 15 seconds 
that first energy system is called the creatine phosphate system. And again, you guys think about like sprinters running a hundred yard dash or like you, you're about to go up and you're about to uh, max out on the lift. During that max out time, your energy system is mainly going to be that creatine phosphate system. So when people take creatine, it kind of like enhances that system. So you're able to kind of like use more power. It, it has more of those molecules available pretty much because you're taking in creatine. And so wow. it's kind of like more, there's more of a, you know, availability for those molecules to help you push through that exercise and maybe do it a few more reps. And so that's the big benefit, but otherwise it kind of like, you know, holds water. The biggest thing is, yeah, it holds water in your muscles and um, make you feel a little bit bloated, blah, blah, blah. But otherwise that's kind of like the molecular level what's happening. Um, so then that's why people love creatine and it does work. That's one of the most researched kind of legal supplement we have out there besides like caffeine. Um, so that's a big time money guy. I've tried it before. I don't know if you have and if you like it. No, dude, I ain't about it. <laughs> you ain't about it. My sister, dude, my sister, she's like a kind of a heavier lifter. She's really lean, though. She's like, Oof. you know, maybe like mid-30s, low-30s. But she is, you know, a mom, three kids. But, man, she is an, a heavy lifter. And we're all kind of like have that athletic build. But she, like, is probably going to start doing creatine just to bulk up a little bit more. So, Okay. That brings me to the next point as far as like protein level. Um, you want to make sure, especially if you're starting out, that you're getting enough protein and carbohydrates during, you know, throughout the day. So they say, I wouldn't listen. That's the other thing too is there are a lot of, you know, these bodybuilders out there who tell you, oh, you need to get, you know, two grams per pound of body weight or three grams per pound of body weight crazy numbers where they might need that because they might be on a little bit more enhancing you know supplements like testosterone aka steroids so their muscles are going through a crazy dramatic response to that exercise so they might need that um and they will need other kind of like supplements to help them out like protein digesting enzymes, just different things like that. And then they they try and tell the public to do that as well. When really, like the average gym goer, you, me, you know, our friends, we don't need that much. So me and you, depending on what our goals are, probably only need like one, maybe two grams. Um, probably not two, excuse me. One gram for sure of your one gram per pound of your body weight. So me, I weigh like 215. So that's about 215 grams of uh, protein per day. And that can be a lot, right? I mean, you think about it, like a chicken mm -hmm. brass has like what, like 30, 30 grams of protein in it? Yep. And so it's like, man, you think about, oh my gosh, I got to eat how much protein? But then, yeah, you got to, you get kind of better at realizing um, the different ways that you could get that protein in, but if you want like a shake, if you're constantly on like a shake, you know, uh, cottage cheese, different vegetables, and like the difference between sweet potato and potato, dude, like there's a lot more protein in a stinking potato versus a sweet potato, but it's just the, it's a lot less calories kind of for that sweet potato. So anyways, um, 
they are different. The biggest thing too, I, I just got done training this client and she was, she kind of came up to me at the end of one training session and we've probably been together for about five, six, seven months. And she was like, I have to tell you, I was so sore after our workouts for like the first two, three months. And I didn't tell you <laughs> because she wasn't eating her like carbohydrates immediately after a workout. She would eat like some protein, but our body needs to refuel fuel with those carbs and that sugar as well as that protein immediately following a workout. So that's why I love, you'll see like CrossFitters. If you got any questions, dude, watch like Sarah Sigmund's daughter or who's that, uh, Matt Fraser, Fraser. They'll talk about like their diets and things during lifting and they are like top tier athletes. So they're always eating like some kind of oatmeal and some fruit after a workout for a reason because there's that carbohydrate which is like breaks down into sugar and then it also has some protein in it. But you need to refill those sugar stores after your workout. Otherwise you'll you're just gonna like pretty much feel exhausted throughout your day. Wow. That makes total sense. Whew. Any questions or should I just keep going? <laughs> no, no, I think I think that's that's very good. So so it kind of kind of brings me to the point of okay. Well, what do you think about these keto diets that, that people talk about? These, um, there's a, all sorts of different diets that I see. You know, Tim Tebow's on the keto diet. I'm not sure if he's still on it, but that's a man who played in the NFL. You know, he, uh, you know, he, he's obviously a, a great athlete, um, in my opinion. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But he's, he's a phenomenal athlete and just hard worker. And I don't know, there, there are some people that are all, you know, basically all meat diets there or vegan diets. Like to that, what do you say to all that stuff? Um, probably the same thing is what you think about where it's like, anytime you go extreme with something, you're always gonna kind of be missing out on certain elements within that diet and regimen, whatever you're talking about. So, you know, the keto, I don't have anything against the keto diet. You definitely lose weight because your body is switching from using sugars uh, for kind of like fuel to like using fats for fuel, fats and proteins. So it kind of like ultimately with the keto diet, you're dropping your carbohydrate levels so low, it's almost non-existent. So that your body ha- has to convert fat, I think it's fat and protein, but fat to uh, energy because it, we're, like I said, in America, especially like we eat a lot of carbs and things like that. That's our main source of energy. Um, so we're good at like these powerful kind of movements, but they don't help us long term because they're kind of like a quick fix. It will give you like energy for like, you know, 20, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, but then we can't sustain it throughout the day. We need to keep. Uh, refueling that because that energy is like a quick rush and then you use it quick rush use it so with a keto diet you with and with fats you might be more sustainable throughout the day because you're um, you don't you might eat something you feel more full um, and so that's where that kind of like that feeling of fullness is packed in with the fats. so anyways you definitely can lose a lot of weight because you're pretty much like burning off that any excess like sugar really that you have 
Um, and you probably aren't, I've, you know, talked to some athletes who you don't lose muscle mass. That was kind of like a, a little stigma that, you know, because you wouldn't be able to hold on to that uh, muscle, they thought, you know, you would be like losing fat and muscle. Um, but, you know, some people are able to maintain a certain muscle mass while they're on keto, uh, the ketogenic diet. And I've, I've been into, into ketosis. I think, I don't know if we talked about that last time, but so there's certain ways that you can go into ketosis. And the main one, you know, is to drop your carbohydrates down under, like, I think it's like 30 grams, um, per day and then maintain that. But me, I did a fast for three days and by like that second day later on in the day I actually like felt it my body kind of like going into it and it was just like a little like almost like mushroom kind of like garlicky cloud just popped off in my mouth and I was like what the heck was that <laughs> you know I was already kind of like feeling euphoric because dude when you go on fast like you feel that kind of like sense of euphoria you know um so I was kind of already feeling that and I felt that kind of ketosis um, kind of kick in where my body was kind of like depleted of like sugar, not completely depleted of sugar stores, but it kind of like switched from using sugar for energy. And I kind of like, you need energy, your brain, you know, needs energy to, to function. And so it was interesting, but I don't have any, I don't have any, um, you know, I guess negative feelings towards any of those diets. I think that they work for some people and they don't work for others. I think you got to find what works, but ultimately it does come down to if you're doing something like that, you probably can't sustain it. Um, just like mm -hmm. the same thing with like the paleo diet, the vegan diet, there's certain like nutrients that you miss out on that you have to be extremely careful to, um, maintain and, and to add into your diet if you're going to do these certain you know fad diets because it doesn't encompass everything that you need and no you know nobody's perfect me and you aren't perfect even though we're not on like special diets it's like we're still probably lacking in some areas so you know mm -hmm. i think you, you gotta do what what feels best for you and you, if you're completely miserable um doing this diet uh it's probably you know and you're not seeing the results, then it's probably not the best thing for you. But, uh, yeah, I think everybody's different, and you just got to find what works for you. That's solid. Um, going back to, like, some of the, the training plans uh, that you were talking about, social media um, that has to offer, do you personally have any training plans? I know you said you're a trainer, uh, you train people like in the area, but yeah, do you have any training plans, um, you know, Available. that you, that you follow personally or yeah, that you would like to share of your own or of someone that you, um, you know, highly admire. Right. Or... Yeah. Um, so I would say that there are a few good, that's a good question. Cause there are actually a few guys on, um, Instagram, who I kind of admire. I don't follow their – oh, Nick Bear right now is a guy who I kind of, like, follow more just because he's, like – he considers himself a hybrid athlete, and so he runs, 
but he also exercises pretty heavy. The thing and you so hate that before. Is one- <laughs> <laughs> the thing you said, no, John, you can't do it, John. <laughs> I didn't say you couldn't do it. I said you want to get the best. Just like the yeah, you punk. <laughs> We're gonna go back into that. Are you serious? No, 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 no. That's not. No, 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 me too. Me too. Nick Bear, though, right, uh, talk about it. Go for it. Okay, heck yeah. So he's a runner, but he's like a marathoner, and he's also you're like, but he's a, like a lifter. He's a runner, but he's like a lifter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So he's not getting his best results in lifting. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, anyways, he's uh, one guy who's like a, a hybrid athlete. Um, he kind of looks like he's on something. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, dude, no he judgment. has his own products called the BPN products. Yeah. I mean, like some like testosterone. I'm not, I sound like oh, I, a, know, I, know, you know, I know. I know what you're getting at. <laughs> I sound like a hater when I say these things. But no, I like, like personally, he just looks like that. I don't know how people can maintain that much muscle mass. Um, when you're doing certain exercises. And I think that that is another key, like for me, where I think I'm more skeptical because I saw how big I got when I was, you know, in college playing football, where um, I saw how strong I was able to get and the size that I was, it is not comparable with what some of these guys look like uh, in the sense that I looked not as defined, you know, I had a lot more fat on me. I had a lot more, um, you know, just body fat in general. And so when these guys come out of the woodwork and they're looking like ripped up six pack and their, their strength isn't there as far as they can't lift these heavy objects, but their, their muscle mass is just ginormous. Then to me, that's a little bit skeptical, you know, mm-hmm. but again, I got to see, It'd be pretty easy for me, I think, to like talk to somebody and learn the kind of exercises they're doing um, for the results that they're getting to know if they're on any kind of supplement or not, because, you know, that's just a telltale sign. But anyways, going back to your question, um, yeah, like I said, I think you can kind of search out people online um, if you just type in, you know, top. I wouldn't type in top trainers on I on Instagram, um, but I might type in. Let's see here, just different different influencers as far as um, the health world goes, and kind of either find a bunch of people, start following a bunch of people, and then narrow it down from there. I used to, I think Nick Bear is one of the guys who I like. You know, recently he's phenomenal, but- by the way. I, I, yeah, I Jeff, love what he shares. Jeff Nippard, I think, is another guy who's more of like a – he's like a heavier-duty kind of workout or exerciser, and he like – he focuses more on strength and kind of bulking. And, and he – I think he is natural. And so he's another good good guy, Jeff Nippard, N-I-P-P-A-R-D, where he's – if you're looking more into kind of getting stronger and – not really that lean kind of factor, but you're you're just more looking for more bulking up. He's an, an excellent guy to kind of search. Uh, but otherwise, I just I always go back to, um, you know Arnold's. I think it's called Blueprint. He's got a Blueprint to cut, cut, and then a Blueprint to mass. 
And those are some of the best programs that I've seen as far as just like a basic kind of program. It hits everything as far as, you know, the blueprint to mass. That one will bulk you up. If you're eating right, kind of eating more than you should be, that, and you're following that workout, that one will bulk you up. So back to you. Do you uh -huh. have any training plans or – um, I know, I know you, you, you mentioned that you, uh, started your own fitness company or, or, or business platform, like talk to us about it. How, how can we find it? Um, you're definitely one of the dudes I would go to for advice on, you know, just learning how the body works and how something would impact my workouts. So with that uh -huh. being said, share what's going on in your life in that regard. Yeah, for sure. So I, uh, I definitely do kind of like more personal uh, programs. I got like people reaching out to me on Instagram mainly, asking for programs, and so I'll write them up, you know, for a small fee. And then, if you want to do like, uh, kind of like FaceTime, I do that as well. I got a, just one client right now where I kind of like train her on over the phone. She goes to the gym. I just train her. You know what I'm saying? like 20 minutes, something like that. Um, that's another way. But otherwise, on my <clears throat> Instagram, my personal Instagram, uh, Josiah.mcguire, I'm kind of like putting up more videos as far as um, correct way to exercise and some more um, kind of advanced lists that I think are good, but some tips and tricks and cueing that might help people out. Um, you know, like a Romanian deadlift or different bench press techniques, different single leg squat techniques, things like that that could just help out the general public. But as far as the app goes, yeah, I wanted to find a uh, platform that would hold, you know, just a exercise library of certain movements, certain exercises that um, are beneficial for whatever program you may be doing. And so I've been, re I reached out to a bunch of people and then found these one guys who, they just kind of started this app called Train With Me. Train, just regular T-R-A-I-N, and then With Me, W-I-T-H, and then M-E. And so that's another one where it's a format app. I think it's like, might be like two bucks. Uh, it's still in like a development mode, so it might be like two bucks for um, iPhone users a month, and then zero dollars for android users i'm not too sure i they're kind of like i think there's like i said they're still in that beginning phase of it so it's just kind of like another cool little place where if you're like okay i want to like get this kind of library of exercises and explanation on how mm -hmm. to do it or maybe you know kind of like what nick bear does i don't know if you saw his but he had like a little free week session with his app and so it's similar to that, where it's like, okay, he'll give you a workout for a week, a month, whatever, and then you just follow that kind of deal. Wow. So it's called Tra Train With Me. Perfect, perfect. I'll, I'll make sure to uh, put it in uh, the podcast when it's on social media. Um, man, is there anything else that you'd like to share uh, that's – I would say big on your heart. It, it could be anything, but yeah, I mean, it's been such a good time talking, talking fitness, talking life, catching up. Uh, but yeah, go for it. If you've got anything. 
Yeah. Um, you know, as far as discouragement goes, I think that we kind of all face that in many realms, whether it be like external or internal, where people kind of shoot you down at maybe every turn in your life. Um, it could be family members, close friends, whatever it may feel like that's just not right. And I got to say, you know, number one, I, I, I don't like when that happens and I want to, you know, I feel like I got to apologize for that because um, it's just not right. And if you have a goal in mind, if you have an intention to achieve something, you know, you have every right to go for it as best as possible. And so internally now, I think it's good to kind of like face how you deal with um, certain limitations, certain, um, you know, failures, successes, whatever it may be that kind of hold you back. I think there's something to be said about wanting to do your best, wanting to be your best. And if you feel like you got a high calling on your life, then you are always going to have that kind of pressure to be doing more. And I think that is awesome. I think that we got to chase that as much as possible while at the same time realizing that God has a plan for each and every one of us. You know, it says about a man plans his ways, but the Lord directs his steps. And it's there's so much about there where and I, I got a lot of respect for King David because here's the Here's a dude who, at the time, he got anointed by one of the most well-known prophets of his age. And he was called in from, you know, being out there with the sheep all day, called in. He's anointed. All of his brothers all of a sudden have all this kind of like anger towards him, maybe disdain, maybe jealousy, whatever. And then he has to go back out <laughs> and continue to be, you know, a shepherd and continue to be dealing with the sheep. All while this dude is dealing with it in the back of mind that he's going to be king of Israel one day. So things come in time, and I think that God has a plan. He has a process. I know I, I fight it along the way, but in the end, he does have a plan. He has a process, and it's just choosing to believe that, choosing to constantly encourage yourself. I think one big thing for me, and this is the last thing I'll say, is that I think I I know, you know, different things have been spoken over my life where they are kind of monumental um, statements and they're big things that kind of like weigh heavy on me. And so I know that that is out there for me and that is in my future. And so I want that kind of like now or I want to be taking steps towards that. But the biggest thing right now for me is I got to be as good as possible with what God has given me right here and right now and try and do my best work as little as it may seem. Try and give everything I got with, you know, my clients who I train. I just got this job at the hospital and it's like I'm already getting bored because I think I can, you know, I think I'm kind of surpassing it in a sense where it's not that difficult anymore. And so I'm already kind of like looking forward to the future, but I'm being reminded that I need to just hone in on this, figure out, <clears throat> excuse me, figure out each day how I can just 
continually improve and improve my area around me, improve my chances, but continually just succeed with what God has given me for the day and with what God has given me for the season. And I feel like when you kind of do like that, where you're just doing your best every single opportunity that you get, then God will continue to move you forward. Mm. <clears throat> Man, that's some really good encouragement. Thank you for just being vulnerable with that too. I think we all, like you said, can deal with that kind of encouragement and discouragement. Um, and, you know, those words of affirmation that people speak over us to, you know, own in and all right, Lord, let's do this. Um, I'm right there with you, bro. Dude, but thank you so much uh, for your time and your wisdom. Uh, now I'm just going to pray it out. And uh, yeah, guys, you can you can find Josiah on Instagram. He's one of my friends. Um, uh, or just rewind and, and listen to what he said as far as what influencers to follow and, um, and the like. But yeah, God, I just thank you so much for this time with Josiah. Thank you for the wisdom that he shared regarding just health, fitness, and diet. Um, I pray for anyone listening, Lord, that this encourages them um, and that they can reach out if they truly just don't know where to even begin, uh, whether it's with their running or their weightlifting, diet, um, exercise. It can be a scary thing. And so, Lord, I just pray for those individuals that need encouragement there. We all start somewhere. And so thank you, God. You've, you've called us to, to just be healthy. Help us to encourage one another, sharpen one another up in that area. And it's in your holy and mighty name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, John, for having me on. And it's always a pleasure talking to you. Likewise, bro. Likewise. All right, man. See ya. Alright, yes. Okay. No, dude, don't hang up. Don't hang up on me. <laughs> Good stuff, dude. <laughs> oh, is that over? <laughs> yeah, it's over. Now nah, it's right. gonna be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey guys, thanks for listening in. I hope that encouraged you. Be on the lookout in the next couple weeks. Uh, for some new music being dropped by a dear friend. Uh, Stay tuned for that. You guys have a good one. See you next time.